0: Are you suffering from post-Olympic hockey withdrawal? The PWHPA, in partnership with the Pittsburgh Penguins, are pleased to present Canada vs. USA, the rivalry rematch on March 12th at PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh. Tickets are linked on pwhpa.com and Ticketmaster. The game will be available locally on at and Pittsburgh and across Canada on Sportsnet One. Stay tuned for national broadcast details for the USA. She scores!
1: Take a moment to look up at the ceiling you're about
2: to bust through it. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. SDPN and PWHPA presents Hockey, like you've never heard it before.
0: The Noxie and Cax show with Liz Knox and Carol M. Art. <laughs> Let's get it. Go. hello hockey fans you're tuned into the noxie and Cack show i'm liz nox this is carella mard and we have to start off really by apologizing i guess mm-hmm. because we've been able to keep up with the two episodes a week um, up until this point but with work the ottawa showcase uh put on by sonnet this past weekend we weren't able to do our tuesday episode sorry guys that's on <laughs> us that's our bad but we're back uh thank you for your understanding And we've got an exciting episode for you today. So it feels fitting, Cax, that I would let you introduce our next guest. Absolutely. So
2: our guest today is one of the fittest people I know, the purest soul and nicest human. Uh, She went from being a stud hockey player to a CrossFit game athlete. She changed people's lives for a living. Uh, She's a ball of positive energy and makes everyone around her better. And it is with great, great pleasure that I introduce you to a girl I absolutely love and feel lucky to call friend, Emmanuel Blais. Yoo-hoo. Hi guys! Hello, Hello Manu. So Hello. good to so you for coming on. Yes. Yes. Thanks
1: for having me. Thanks for asking me to come on.
0: <laughs> of course, Joining us from your gym, it looks like. Yes. Yes. Right yes, from yes. Uh, right from Le Vistard, as I see yeah. in, in uh,
1: the, the first one we opened in Montreal.
2: Yeah. It's days, so nice nice back at it in person with your people right Done yeah, with it's, the Zoom? Been, uh,
1: it's
2: been a few weeks only, <laughs> but it's good to be back that's awesome uh many i'm gonna i'm gonna switch gear and uh, get you to um talk a little bit more about uh your career a little bit more so on the hockey side and then we'll go on uh, and talk about different topics in the gym itself but um Manu and I go way back, guys. We actually went to CJEP together and uh, played at Dawson for the Blues. Um, Manu, tell me a little bit more about um, why Dawson, where it started, and what it did for you to uh, get into your recruiting um, you know, level and, and how you got recruited by UMD, basically.
1: Uh, Yes. So, uh, Karel and I, we played uh, on Team Quebec and I'm a French-Canadian, as you can hear right now. Uh, So, going to Dawson was like a step between uh, high school for us that I did fully in French and like middle school and everything. So, I did my studies in French. Uh, My hockey teams, there there were some English and English coaches, uh, but yeah, otherwise like fully French. And then Dawson was a good choice to just learn English because I knew I wanted to be, uh, well, I, my dream was to play on Team Canada, which is mostly English too. Yep. That's the language we use. Uh, and then I wanted to play at university in the States. I knew that too. So just going to Dawson was good for me for hockey. Uh, it's the first time I played with, with girls. I played with boys up until then, so that was fun. Uh, just different. Like made some lifelong friends that I still see. I still play with Cax, Betty, a lot of them. Uh, and then after, it was just preparing me to to go to u- university. Un- unfortunately, it didn't go as well as I had planned. I got I got quite hurt and needed a surgery that year, but I could put in a few games and still go to school and. And learn how to properly write English. I could okay, speak so it this,
2: yeah, right. It was hard. <laughs> she, she goes. I got quite hurt, and this is how tough menu is. So that year, she actually ripped their abs, right? Yeah. <laughs> ripped their abs. Ripped abs. abs. Playing hockey. I've always said I wanted ripped abs, but not like <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally ripped them though. <laughs> and was still yeah. playing, and it's not a little injury. Like um, that's why you only did one year, and then. Uh, went straight up to college, to university, right?
1: Yeah. So the whole year, it was like basically referred pain in the groin area. And I didn't know what was going on, seeing physios and stuff. And they, they couldn't figure it out until I met with uh, Dr. Brown. It was, he's a private uh, doctor that did a lot of uh, Montreal Canadians and, and just high level athletes. I went in private, saw him. And then in like five minutes, he just laid on his table. He goes, okay, lift your head lift your feet. And it's like, ma. you have an abdominal tear of about like five, six inches long. It's ah. like,
0: oh. oh my okay. gosh. Yeah. So I played, I played, I
1: played, like I played in the season, but it was quite painful. And then, so when I saw him, it was at the end of the season. Yeah. I got my surgery. He said the, the recovery time would be like two to three months. I did that in the summer, did my rehab. And then I was at UMD the year after it was kind of a gamble when I think of it. Like I think back on it, I was, I was young. I was 17 and, and, uh, big gamble. I was going to play college. Right. Um, I, I teach right now. I, I do the preparation physics. So like, I, I'm the trainer of CJEP kids in hockey and I, I, I teach them and I, I look at them. I'm like, Oh, I can't believe I left home <laughs> went <for> 26 <laughs> hours away to play hockey. I was kind of half back, but, uh, but then again, it's the
0: best decision, like decision I've ever made to go there. So uh, it could have the, been the either or. So, yeah, it's crazy too because you know I I took French until I was in grade eleven, and I you know I was not my thing, and, I, and that's like <laughs> us learning you know bits of French and phonetics and all that stuff like all our life. So you learn English in basically one year, and I always wish like this is a thing that I look back on at like as me as a little kid and I'm like, I should have stayed in French because whenever we went to these national team camps and like you guys are all there and you, you know, you're speaking French, I'm just like, oh man, like I just (laughs) wish I could at least listen to it and understand what was saying. Um, but it's incredible. So when you're learning English, is this just like, uh, like, are you learning it from like ground zero? Are you learning how to speak? Are you learning like, how, how do you learn a whole language in basically like a year?
1: Well, like for me, like I said, like I had kind of an English background in terms of like my parents are totally French. My family is French. I went to school in French, but I live in in Montreal, basically. So a lot of people speak English. So I was around it and, and my my coaches growing up, like I played, the, let's say, double A AA or triple A. A lot of times, like it was uh, so I was surrounded by by English kids and stuff, but it's totally different to to speak English, to understand it, and then to write it and, and have good grades uh, and understand what the teachers teachers say and, and all that stuff. So I, I think the writing part was the hardest. So that's where, like, in fr- it's just fragments, you know, like we reverse things and, and right. all of that. So my year at Dawson, it was helpful for that. And then I would say the first year at UMD, where technically I should have been a second year at Dawson, uh, th- that's where also I learned, like... To kind of make my way through and 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 get the the writing though.
2: yeah because you're Big surrounded papers. yeah <laughs> exactly and you're surrounded by only english so i'm guessing so in minnesota yeah exactly yeah, you have to you, use have, it.
1: you have to you have to like speak it so mm-hmm. it's just it, it kind of not that it comes naturally but you don't have any other choice Like <laughs> you, had a, you had a choice not to learn french because exactly. you didn't need to use it that's right. not the only thing you could speak so
0: Right, it's you're in a sink or swim, right? in swim yeah. <laughs> position, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay, so you're you're at UMD. You guys had a very successful program. You were there from 2006 to 2010, um, and you were also with the under 22 team at this time. So, talk us through maybe a little bit of like your time at UMD. Um, you know, your coaching, your role models, who you had there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I was fortunate when I I, I came in. There was uh, a, a few French Canadian that I knew back from. Uh, yeah, the Team Canada program. And then Coach uh, Miller was in charge. She's the one that recruited me and she stayed my whole four years. So I'm lucky with that. I think it's the best coach I've, uh, I've ever had in my life. Like, uh, uh, really made a difference in my hockey career, but also in like my personal life. She's just a great model and uh, just so much confidence in in a position of uh, a woman in power where there's really none, usually, or there wasn't at the time. Um, so, yeah, she was there because she qualified and she made as much money as the men's team. Uh, so that was good. So I had Coach Miller and then <laughs> Caro Ouellette and Julie Chu, who were just both amazing hockey players. Caro, I, she's kind of my uh, idol from when I was a kid. I, I grew up looking uh, looking after her so uh, yeah Caro Julie Chu and Coach Miller first year and then my second year also so that was great Uh, (laughs) I I went from being a kid to kind of or I thought being an adult (laughs) which I I was not quite (laughs) there yet Uh, and then in my in the span of my four years we won uh, in 2008 the whole thing and then we won in 2010 my last year so that was a lot of fun definitely
2: They, you had a sick uh, roster as well, too, right? So you had, like, Erwin at the time, uh, Friesen, yeah, like, a lot of players from overseas as well, too, so good yeah, mix. Yeah, a lot
1: of Olympians, and, and I think that's one of the biggest gifts uh, from UND, like, I, I got to meet people from, like, Ia from Russia, my, my, my roommate was Kim Martin, she was just out of uh, silver medal at the Olympics against Canada when we walked in, and then I had, like, yeah, the, the star and studs, from Sweden, Finland, uh, yeah. it was just, it was just a good experience as a whole to, I would say, accept other people, accept other culture and, and just, yeah, make friends with someone with, just dropped a barbell, <laughs> Yeah, weights, big weights. If I showed you the bar, it's like fully loaded. Yeah. So just, it was a good time to, to learn how to be more
2: accepting, I would say. Nice. That's a good way. That's a good, that's something that not everyone is getting out of their college career, I guess. Like even at St. Lawrence, like it was a lot of Canadians and American only. Uh, now more and more people, more and more players are coming from overseas and we see it more and more from like Switzerland, uh, the finished and and UMD was always known. And the Gophers, I'd say they were always known to bring in uh, players from overseas. So we want that to happen and to grow uh, the game. So that was nice yeah. Good for you. I wish I had that. Added to well, yeah. my experience, it just it just makes
1: obviously like the team better because you get like great players from other places that play differently. Like you could tell, I was playing with Fred Vinson and Irwin. We were on the same line at Team Canada. We played the same way, like super fast and, and like uh, yeah, just. Canadian and hockey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Canadian yeah. And, and American <laughs> hockey, and then you have Iya that comes in and she just has this sickest set of heads, like the craziest ones <laughs> I've ever seen on anybody. She didn't just score goals from anywhere, uh, and then yeah, typically like the the Euros were more like like a bit slower, but but so smart and so skilled. Yeah. So yeah, it was just it was just very fun, and and that that culture of like being accepting, uh, that's something from day one that coach had like established and and that's something that my partner and i in the gym here that's why that's what we we try to install to when people come in like we want anyone from any background that are in sports not in sports uh with problems of weight or anything like we want them to come in and feel comfortable um sometimes it's a bit harder than others but yeah i think it's the most important thing. like
2: it thing. followed you. It followed you over Yeah, really. Now. Like yeah. a
1: bunch a bunch of this stuff that was important at UMD and under Coach Miller, I we use around. Yeah. Like it's it. never it's life. funny because
0: we'll we'll jump over to CWHL days in a little bit and then we'll talk about the Montreal Toronto rivalry because it's I mean it's still a little bit of a fresh wound for me but we'll talk about it in anyways. <laughs> um but since you're talking about the gym let's dive into this a little bit because uh I I was looking at kind of your Instagram page and and you know you guys have your uh, the Quebec flag up, you have your pride flag up, you have the Canadian flag up. It just like it really gives the vibe I and mean, even just the the people that you know you're showing images of, you know, your young, old, lead athletes, beginner athletes, all shapes and sizes. So Talk a little bit about why it was important for you to create that culture where you could come into this, you know, you guys are like a CrossFit style gym, right? It's mm-hmm. it can be a very intimidating space, but you've seemed to, you know, manage to open it up to so many walks of life. So how did you do that and why was it important?
1: Uh, I think, honestly, still to this day, it's the hardest thing to do because just to start with, people see CrossFit and they're like, "Oh my God, that's crazy! I could never do that. It's too hard for me. I have to be in shape to even set foot in the place." So that's the first yep. thing we need to deconstruct. It's true that some people that, that like will have like Olympic athletes; they like, they come in and they just pick it up like that and they get quite good and they compete. Like it's just normal. They have a background, right? Uh, and sometimes you'll walk in and you'll you'll get. CrossFit Games athlete training right by you in a class, uh, which once you're, used to terrifying, it. <laughs> yeah, once you're used to it, you find it so cool. But the first time you come in, they don't have a shirt, and you're
0: just like, "Oh my yeah. god, what am I doing that here? Ex- Right? <laughs> that exact thing happens to me. Like, so I yeah. used to train at a CrossFit gym uh, when we were in Markham. and It's called Solid Ground, and it's where Patrick Bellner trains out of. Oh, there um, you go. And I literally <laughs> went in there like midday because I was like, "Oh, I'll just sign up." I knew the owner, right? And like, I walk in, and this guy is like a Greek god. Like his body <laughs> is just like chiseled, and I'm like. Okay, maybe I don't belong here. He's the second best in the world right now. Like yeah. he's he's
1: top-level athlete.
0: And, a, um, and an incredible human. Like, like yeah, don't get me so wrong, nice. he's super down to earth. And and this is this is the point, right? Like underneath, you know, these amazing physiques is a lot of people like Menu who are just like super down to earth, want to make a positive impact.
1: Yeah, I think it's the, the people competing is like around like five I would say like 5% of our members. Right. Most, most of the members are, uh, are just people Mountain that work dance, 9 to 5, yeah. just regular people. They come in, they have an hour in their day between their kids' job, food, <laughs> uh, grocery shopping, anything, and they just want to be fit, right? So they come in, we try to make them comfortable, have the time of their day. It's one hour for fun. And, and yeah. meeting other people too. It, it's a place where, let's say you're 16 people, you get to meet other people from different backgrounds. And, and honestly, for me, the, when I started, that was the biggest thing. I met people that I would have never met and that are yeah. still friends. Like 10, sorry, 10 years ago, uh, people that own restaurants or are super into coffee. And I mean, you don't go into a bar and you're like, oh, this person looks cool. I want to be friends with them. <laughs> you're already there with your friends, right? So yeah. there you just walk in and you meet people that are, I don't know, surgeon or anything. Cops, really uh, you fun. have all of yeah. them.
2: Like, I, I remember going to, yeah, I remember going and this is how cool this gym is. Like I'm pretty sure it was two moms. We came in a bit earlier or later and it was like literally two moms that had just had their babies and wanted to get back in shape and they had (laughs) built like a little park or like, like mats were on the ground, everything perfect. The kids, the babies were like there and the moms were training beside it. I'm like, first of all, impressive wow, you're already back at it. But too, like the gym is just so accepting of everything and everyone. It just makes you feel so comfortable. And um, you walk in and menu is already like high energy. What's up? How's it going? Let's go. Like <laughs> da, da, da. Menu, can you give us quickly, like what's a day like in your life right now? Like pick one and go with it. <laughs>
1: It depends. There's a lot of, of, of project going on. So this morning I woke up, I went, I, I came to a class and then I was doing, a, well, I was paying our employees, so doing accounting. And <laughs> then I was teaching two classes. And then we have, a, we also have a nonprofit. We just started a I love nonprofit. That. Where, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so we started that where we make it available. Like, I mean, the gym is in Villerie, but right across from the train track. It's called the uh, Parc Extension, and it's for sure the, the lowest income uh, neighborhood in the province, but I think maybe also in Canada. Like, it's, wow. it's really not, uh, yeah. So we started a nonprofit to serve the kids from the area. So we work with, I would say, schools and, uh, like, uh, out-of-school programs. Yeah. Uh, and then just right now, so we just started our first, like, real project Uh, Cause we started the nonprofit like two years ago, just before COVID and then it was a mess. So right now there's a group (laughs) of kids upstairs training with one of our trainer. So went to check up on that and then I'm with you guys. And then I teach, and then I'm gonna go write program
2: uh, on my computer. <laughs> fun work! Wow. It's and she also work. is the prep, the physi- like the strength conditioning coach for CJEP team on top of yeah, it, and that was plays yesterday. with the wow. PWHPA as well too. Tuesdays wow. and Thursday practices. And yeah, the class that she took this morning is wow. she trained herself. She just wow. went to a class at her own gym
0: <laughs> <and> train. <laughs> She's <was> amazing. crazy. <laughs> like so, so like. I can't. I can hardly imagine because, like, I know what it's like. I mean, I used to work in construction. We had long days, so ha- you must meal prep. Like, how much sleep are you getting a night? Like, how do you how do you sustain this? Because you can do it for a couple days, but how do you day in day out make this work for you?
1: I think the the key is just having a routine. So, which which that was hard uh, during COVID because it was always up and up. We we were mm-hmm. closed like four times and reopened. So it's just. Okay, so we, we at first we Lended everything out to the Members and then taking it yeah. back And then fixing it because some things were broken So just a whole Like s- a lot of stress uh, For the past few years, but normally It's, it's fine, like it, some days I'll Leave at home, at, I'll leave home at 5am And come back at 9, but I try not to do that too often um, And then otherwise <laughs> I, I don't meal prep, I, I buy Like there's a girl here, she's Amazing and her food is unreal so I just
2: pay her and I get the meals here delivered every Monday. It's amazing. It's like, encourages, life changing. encourages our members too. Like what is like non-for-profit. So the gym itself, great environment helps uh, to go above and beyond just training and changing people's lifestyles. Like many, when in your life did you realize that one, you knew you wanted to be a CrossFit coach at some point, but two, when you got this opportunity with Kat, Okay, okay, okay. um like what how did that change your life and what did you want to make out of it like was the non profit always a goal of yours type of thing giving um, back I
1: think I think uh, with Karim it just kind of came naturally uh, I started working here he, he had already established like I I was not an owner at the beginning he was. Probably open. Uh, it's gonna be six. So he was open two years before I got in and, and and became owner with him. And but it really like it clicked and it was just natural. We're the same type of person. We just we just like to give. We don't like to receive. And and we like to make like people feel good and feel better. Um, nonprofit. It just. Also, kind of came naturally because I mean, not everybody can afford. We at first we were, well, still to this day, probably, but when we opened, we made it as cheap as we could so that people could, could actually come in. We didn't want like the money to be in. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't come in because I oh, 100, 150 dollars or 200 bucks is, is too expensive. Just one second big way eh? say. <laughs> She's gonna go tell him, this. hey,
2: stop dropping the weights. Jeez. Too loud. <laughs> I love it. We should leave see, this, this. Is again.
0: This we is the thing where I'm like, oh, I wish I knew what she's saying. Like, did she yeah. just say, hey, get your shit together? Oh, no, no, no. No, I mean, I'm just middle said, middle could, you <laughs> said <it> please? Please?
2: <laughs> could you please? She's too nice. She's too nice. No, I said it nicely. The, the girl you oh, used no, to see kidding. versus <laughs> Toronto is different than many at the yeah. gym. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm not the same. I'm not
2: the same on the ice. Well, I was we're, we're gonna go situation. back. We're gonna go back to that after. But yeah, I, mean, to, I just yeah, that gym is is. You guys are changing uh, people's lives, and and I think it's amazing. So props to you guys on that. And um, we all want to join. Actually, I joined this summer. Manny got us yeah, fit again. Seriously.
0: She was, I, she want, be, I wish I was closer because I, I would. I think it would be an incredible opportunity to train with you yeah, guys. Yeah, we have two.
2: We have two right
1: now. Soon four, but I don't think we're gonna come close to Toronto. You still have like plenty <laughs> of nice places to train. But if oh, you're if right. you're in Montreal, I And like I invite you to come in anytime for Jim Jim, I'll take it
0: I'll take that as an invite and I'm definitely going to snag one of those hoodies because they're sweet Um, okay Cax kind of alluded to it and we talked about it let's get to this Montreal versus Toronto so obviously for those that were in Ottawa this weekend uh, you know great weekend of hockey all around Uh, all but one game was a one goal game Uh, two games went into overtime you know lots of back and forth hockey great goaltending honestly like (laughs) <laughs> somebody who got to sit front row I, I did there was a lot of great it's goal true time, yeah. it's true and i oh, wasn't we. one of them so i'm not pumping my own tires <laughs> <laughs> i
2: thought you was uh, i like warm up actually no no the one warm up that you guys play a game at the end of it and i'm gonna oh be yeah gonna talk about it. Be- before the final i was looking back i'm like damn noxie's yeah. on fire they couldn't
0: score yeah, that's true actually that was that was the highlight of my weekend. Was my uh, <laughs> my big that. save in the warm up. But uh, <laughs> anyways, let's get to this rivalry. Let's go back to CWHL days because obviously we had you guys had a great rivalry. I would say with Toronto and with Markham and Brampton. Um, talk us through kind of your first couple of years in the league. Now you've you know you've done your time at UMD. Um, you're still somewhat in the national team program for a couple of years there, and now you're playing CW. So. Cax and I said this before, like I did not play my best hockey till I was like three or four years into the CW. Did you find the same thing? Uh, no, for me, it was the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're being modest for sure. You
2: had a, no. you had a different coach too, right? You had a couple coaches in Montreal. Uh, right. Well,
1: I played for 10 years, right? So I, I came in, it was uh stars, Montreal stars. Right. And yeah. then,
0: the Later Montreal on, team. we
1: became we became the Canadian. Uh, but at first, yeah, w- uh, it was Patrick hankin that was our coach. Really good coach, really fun. Uh, we also failed that was coaching this weekend. Mm-hmm. So started right after UMD went in, and we were stacked. We had Saint Pierre and net, Wallet. <laughs> uh, we had uh, a Violco. It- like just a. Bunch of great players. Augusta, Augusta, Augusta there and, the and Irwin she, too. She? I think
2: Irwin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. A, they all came to Montreal. Yeah. Augusta, Augusta, you know.
1: Augusta, Vinnie Yeah, just a, a fun team.
2: Privo even played in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, uh, we yes, had yes, a lot yes. of people that came to Montreal.
1: Yeah, so I saw a lot of people at least in the ten years that I was there. Like a lot of <laughs> different players came in from everywhere. Um, <laughs> Why is that? So so yeah, that was fun won a Clarkson cup a few times, but yeah, I, and you're, you're right. Goaltending really definitely makes a difference.
0: Like talk talk a little bit about sunshine because this is your goalie uh, for the PWHPA Montreal region, Harvey's. And, uh, you know, I love her cause she's even smaller than I am, but she just <laughs> plays super fast and super calm. Yeah. And typically with smaller goalies, like you get them running around a little bit and you know, the, the, the net kind of just opens up, but she's, yeah. I mean, I've seen her now. I saw her when you guys were in Nova Scotia and I've seen her in person now in Toronto, like talk a little bit about her. She's played behind a ton of great goaltenders, um, yeah. the, you know, brand name goaltender household name goaltenders. Yeah. Talk a little bit about, about her and, and kind of her role. Well, that's
1: the thing. Like, I mean, uh, she was on the Canadiennes, but she was always in the shadow of, of Charlene La Bonté, let's say. And, and I mean, that's the one place I would never play is goalie. Because there's only one <laughs> technically yeah. playing. Like, there's one spot. And then, obviously, you can be a backup and everything. But I, I, I can't imagine how hard it must have been, like, playing behind them. And she was super good in practice, but never really had a chance to... To, to, to play and and uh, that's what I was talking with uh, our coach this weekend, Peter uh, it's it's really a, que- a question of perception I think uh, mm-hmm. like the coach will recruit people that are like him mm-hmm. or her and then after that it's like okay he's having a really good game and then he's not or she is and she's not but then mm-hmm. you talk to a different coach in the stand and he's like wow, man you had a- Unbelievable game And Cax was Not that good It's It's really perspective So Yeah I think Mm -hmm. I think she never had a chance And PWHP Like Everybody's gone right And it's the Mm -hmm. Olympic year So now she's really shining And she's She's fast She's super quick And uh, Even though she's small She takes She takes up a lot of space So it's 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 hard to play against her right I I would assume So (laughs) anyway
0: Yeah (laughs) Can, can confirm. Uh, yeah, she, she played fantastic this weekend. And I guess because you took some time away from the game also. Yeah,
1: I haven't. Like this weekend was my first actual real game, like competitive where I want to win at all costs. Probably the first one in almost three or four years. Chats? Yeah, three, yeah, four, three years. Because
0: yeah. 18 19 was your last year, yeah. I think. Three years. And I got to ask because, uh, you know, I was in a similar boat. I came back because they had some goalies take contracts overseas. And I didn't really think I missed it until like I was on the ice and warm up in the first game. <laughs> yeah. Did you have that moment where you're like, Oh shit. Yeah, this is, <laughs> I missed this.
1: It's funny. It wasn't even on the ice. I, I just going to the rink and, and seeing some of like my oldest friends. And then also for me this weekend, it was meeting the next generation and they, the, 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 they, they were just back from uh, the taxi squad on the Olympics. I didn't know the, that it, that even existed this year, but <laughs> they came back and they're just amazing girls, like super nice, super, super nice, and, and not uh, uh, like super humble. Uh, and going very. Better, or anything, yeah? No, and very good hockey players, like unreal hockey players. So it's just fun for me to, to kind of see the next generation come in and, and take the lead. And then just be with some of my very, very, very good friends. And then, of course, after you're in the warm-up and you're playing and you're just like, it's kind of like it comes naturally, I guess, (laughs) when you've done it for so long. Uh, But. Good thing I, I try to keep in shape. Otherwise, I would have been in trouble. Oh, I, mean, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I keep trying to get in
2: shape. Are you kidding me? Look at you. And You're probably the most in shape out of all of us, even if we trained since, like, whatever. We never stopped. But, yeah, we had three new players this weekend that uh, got added up to our lineup, too. And Bourbonnet, uh O'Neill, and, uh, well, Jesse was part of it and came back with us. And then you guys had one, right? Bach being with Yeah, Victoria uh, Bach came
0: back. Yeah, came back, uh, same thing, on the taxi squad. So, Mm -hmm. it's nice to see those girls, like, that they still want to, you know, after the year they've been through, like, they were centralized, and then they were cut late, and then they were told, okay, no, you are going to go to the Olympics, but you can't play unless somebody gets COVID. Like, I mean, any one of us would have said yes to that opportunity, there's no question, but they've really been through the ringer this year, and it's nice that they, you know, are excited about coming back to the PWHPA and playing with you guys and playing with us, and just really finding that love of the game again. I think that's kind of what you alluded to there, Manu, is just like, yeah, you love showing up to the rink, seeing your friends, seeing the new kids come in, and it's it's just good vibes. And so. We- I do. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Gax. I was just going to say, and we all get so excited
2: too. It's so silly. Like Manu shows up in the locker room on Tuesday night and <laughs> tears are going out. Like everyone's just to see each other. Like I don't even get it. Like this year is just, it's a, I get, I get what you're saying menu. And, and it's true. Like uh, we're part of the oldest one. I'm happy when you and Ansel are around because I feel young again. <laughs> and then I feel like I belong and oh, um, no. no, but it's, it's just like, if, it's true. You see, like even the the Dubois, the Label, the younger girls that are coming, like Isbel, all of those players that will be in the mix uh, that are not on the national level, uh, you get to know them from from like under a different perspective, and and you know you you're like. Okay, let's grab drinks with these girls or let's like, are we young again?
0: What is this? Should we? Like, (laughs) are they old enough? (laughs) (laughs) Like pretty much. We still feel so young. Like, yeah, like I feel so young. And then we get a kid on our team, like that's a 97. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh oh, my God, I need to leave. Like
2: or they say, Oh my God, 10 years. I'm like, God no what is that no. and then <laughs> and then you're just like we meet in the middle i'm probably mentally or you know as old as a 28 years old 29 <laughs> so we're fine we're good
1: <laughs> it's so funny because i, I was uh, talking to kim seppier she was probably my clo- she was my closest friend when uh i started playing on the on the stars, stars and and she she messaged me she goes oh how does it feel like being back on the ice and, and how does it feel to play again i go Oh my god, Kim <laughs> I feel exactly the way you felt When I got in It's like roles are reversed And she was so She laughed so hard uh, Yeah, I don't know But it's fun It's, it's fun, fun anyways. It's just, like Jack says Like in my heart, I feel like I'm I'm still like this 1620 year old kid. That's just like whoa, so happy to play. Uh but yeah, yeah I'm 34 and that's not the case. My body, my body doesn't recover like when I was 20, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> but still better than most, I'm sure. So um obviously Montreal team Harvey's walking away with the big championship win this weekend. I saw Cax had her bottle of bubbly there, the Bottega gold. Yeah, yeah there it is. So I want to ask you guys, did you get some chance? (laughs) Did you get a chance to actually enjoy the win? What did you guys do after the game? Or were you guys like, oh, let's go home and read a book?
2: Well, Uh. before you you go, we get this, the the case is in the locker room and they're like, okay, you can pop it. But if you pop it, you got to clean the entire place. And we're like. Well, damn, (laughs) their maturity sets in. We're going (laughs) to cut them a little bit nicer. So there's no champagne shower like we did potentially are compared to like in Calgary. Uh, But we did have a lot of fun in the locker room. And then... Uh, Manu, you can take us through the bus drive home. Oh, that was fun too, right? Yeah. N- normally, I would have been one to, to go home and read a book. <laughs> <laughs> she would have.
1: Um, but instead, no. It was super fun. Uh, I think it's because they're young, but they they had a bunch of shots, uh, <laughs> fireballs, little. And, and, yeah, yeah, And Bottega Bottega bottles, and just uh, really really fun, really really fun. That that was that was part of the, the the game also like road trips we were always on buses like to go to Toronto to come back and even though it was a bit shorter it was still time to, to have fun and then it was uh, La Belle's birthday
2: yeah. and uh, oh, Moderna's birthday
1: that day so we came home and, and had dinner it was
2: amazing yeah Manu set us up at uh, a great restaurant Saute Brothers yeah. in Montreal and yeah, it was so. The festivities started on the well in the locker room, long, lasted on the bus because we were we waited. We watched the the consolation games actually, yeah, and then we left yeah. after it. Um, and then yeah, the youngsters uh, convinced us maybe a little bit to <laughs> peer <Pure> pressure. <laughs> yeah, I think it was my first time being peer pressure. Sure. <laughs> I mean, like, that your that's pressure, fear pressure.
0: <laughs> yeah well the future of, of Montreal women's hockey is in good hands yeah I'd love to hear that I'd love to hear <laughs> that you guys were able to go out and, and enjoy it um we're we're gonna get, get it to getting close to wrapping up here but I did want to talk a little bit about social media and um yeah. Manu somebody in your position you know you're owning a gym a lot of the pressure is on how you look um just want to get your take on you know kind of I guess, deconstructing all the things that you see, you know, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff.
1: I think we really have to be careful, actually. Like, that's the one thing here. We try to make it as as real and as truthful as possible. Uh, but we also have to remember that most people will just put their good good things, good sides, good everything, you know, like reality visit versus Instagram, always that thing. So just be mindful of that. And then also be mindful of... of the, where you get the information and and if you check like if you double check especially yeah. in the, the past few years i think with with covid it was obviously something that we need to be careful of and for myself yeah i just double triple quadruple check all my facts if i read something i just sometimes like nah might be to take with a grain of salt yes um, so, so that's my take for for social media, definitely. <laughs> and we try to be super careful here, not to, yeah, send the wrong informations or the wrong image, and, and get people like steered in the wrong directions. It's not fun. And then you have to, after that, you have to deal with the aftermath, which is even less fun. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> and I can only see. Yeah, I had. A, I I agree. It's it's more so. Um, uh, actually. Looking at you know sources that make sense that are coming from great places or or you you hear or read about both sides of the story before you even put something out there, um, I think is a big thing uh, that we all need to do better. Uh, and and I know Noxie, you wanted to chat a little bit about you know sources and where we're getting some. And right now with the PWHPA, the PHF, and all the stories that are behind the two leagues, the non two leagues we're an association, they are a league, you know, there's clarifications that we always make. So, um, it, it is something we live on the daily and I can only imagine what you go through as a, with your gym. Um, and again, this weekend, we had a couple of other little tweets. I know you wanted to chat about that Noxy. So yeah, I'm you I mean, up. The,
0: the, you guys, you guys both hit it. I mean, I think it's, uh, you know this player movement that we've been a part of since day one uh, has always been important. That it's our voice that that kind of takes the lead, and of course we have trusted people in the media that we speak to. But um, it's really difficult to see uh, people just kind of grab hold of I don't know their imagination and put this stuff out there for clicks. Um, but I can tell you, you nope, here on the Noxian CAC Show, we're going to give you the facts. You know, and yeah. we have them, and it's going to be real, and it's going to be backed with you know all the information that everybody wants. So uh, I think you hit, it, the hit the nail on the head there, Manu. Just saying, you know, do your research, make sure you're listening to the right voices, and uh, you know, stay tuned. I think there's uh, there's lots more to come on that. Uh, that
2: was good. Like we're kind of like teasing them that uh, we might be announcing a few things coming up in the maybe, maybe a few weeks, right? maybe if it it comes
1: from you guys it's real if it comes from somewhere else i don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love that all right money well thank you so much uh you know i feel like i got to get to know you a little bit better which is uh you know a pleasure for me and hearing what the work you're doing with your not-for-profit and at the gym uh just growing the game and growing the accessibility of healthy lifestyles is something that we all admire um so thank you so much for being on yeah. Thank,
2: thank you. you. Thank you, guys. We didn't Thanks we didn't get me. to the
0: we, we didn't get to the donuts and coffees, but we'll we'll get
2: that next time. Um, <laughs> maybe on the next show. We <laughs> need all your spots, your favorite spots for sure in Montreal.
0: Well, <laughs> to do a <laughs> <laughs>
2: of
0: course, it the PWHPA is in Washington this weekend. Uh, hosted by the Washington Capitals. There will be a skills and development session put on by our PWHPA athletes and lots of exciting hockey to take in. Visit PWHPA.com for all the details, and of course, stay up to date with the uh, Official PWHPA <laughs> announcements through our news and by tuning in here to the Noxie and Cax show. We'll see Absolutely. you next time.
2: The Noxie and Cax show on SDPN produced in partnership
1: with the PWHPA. Follow Noxie and Cax on Twitter at 27Noxie and
2: at CareLMR. The views expressed are those of the individuals and are not necessarily those of the PWHPA. Check out sdpn.ca for more Noxie and Cax and the rest of the SDPN crew. She scores!